1: A day podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of a pack a day podcast, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz and I will be your host on this Sunday, August 7th. Family night is in the books, week two of training camp in the books and first preseason game what 6 days away 5 6 days away real football i know it's it's kind of only real football just a little bit cuz it's still preseason at the end of the day but i mean we've had the hall of fame game we've had family night i mean real football is back jimmy i mean it's it's yeah. it's exciting at this point like i first of all before we get into anything like did you watch the Hall of Fame game? Even some of it, even if you only watched like five minutes of it, did you? Did you turn it on? Yeah, I watched the first quarter,
2: and then today it was actually before the Hall of Fame stuff started. It was uh, replaying on NFL Network, so I watched the last, like second half of the third quarter and most of the fourth. Okay.
1: Yeah, like, the Hall of Fame game for me every year is, like, I turn it on and watch, like, the first quarter because I've been starved of, like, football for six, seven months. Um, But, I mean, ultimately, by the time the the first quarter is over, I mean, the first quarter is awful as it is because it's a Hall of Fame game and, like, nobody plays. Like, I mean, they've already eliminated one preseason game. We only have three preseason games unless you play in the Hall of Fame game. Like, as – as much as I think it's great, like I don't understand why they play that game. I don't know. Because like nobody cares. Like nobody takes it seriously. Like, I mean, it feels even less serious than the actual preseason games that are scheduled for you.
2: I feel like if they're trying to like display for the greatest players to ever play in the sport, they should have the hall of fame game be like the opening game of the year. Like you have the two, like two best teams. It's a big matchup. That Thursday before it, you do the Hall of Fame stuff and then you have the Hall of Fame game. Like, cause then you actually are having good players on the field and people are going to watch it. But I don't understand why they have, like, as Pat Mack, if you call them, like, they're going to be insurance salesmen in a few months. Like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you, mind, you might as well put two teams that are really good, will get eyes and make it a big event rather than, and I know it is a big event right now, but the, the Hall of Fame game isn't. So, yeah. Um, it was, it, and it, it, it started off with the, a BS passing the, or roughing the passer call too. So it was just the perfect kickoff into the NFL season.
1: Yeah, Yes. And, and so again, it's one of those things, like it's a football game. We haven't watched football in six or seven months. So, you know, I, I consumed a little bit of it, but, uh, but not a whole lot. Um, So football is back, Jimmy. And, you know, we, we Andy touched on, family night uh yesterday so we'll touch on it a little bit but today we figured there was at least one thing that we for sure had to talk about um if you had a chance to watch it you know great uh Leroy Butler uh former Packers safety inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame after 16 years of waiting um Jimmy you and I we watched his speech it was about six or seven minutes and um you know I I mean this in all all due respect, but I mean there wasn't anything that really stood out from his speech. He thanked a lot of people. Um, you know, it's not like uh, when Brett Favre went in. I think his speech was like twenty minutes or something like that. You know, something. You know, it was it was short and sweet. He thanked a lot of people. Um, you know, nothing. Uh, you know. Again, I I didn't think it, I think it was actually kind of perfect to who he was. It was just kind of a humble speech. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, storytelling. Um, but just kind of your thoughts on. Leroy Butler making the pro football hall of fame after waiting 16 years. Um, I know Packer fans forever have been clamoring for him to be in the hall of fame. Uh, I think he said what, there's only 363 people total in the hall of fame right now. He's one of them. So, uh, Leroy Butler being introduced into the hall of fame, just kind of getting some of your thoughts.
2: Yeah. Like every Packer fan, it was long overdue, uh, 38 interceptions, 20 and a half sacks, uh, people always talk about Jamal Adams and how he's a versatile like in or box safety you can get a lot of get a lot of pressure on the quarterback like that's not a thing right now if it wasn't for Leroy Butler. Leroy Butler Butler was a weapon. Uh, I forgot who it was. Chris Carter said he had he was a safety but he had the coverage skills of a cornerback. He's still getting 30 plus sacks. Like the guy was an incredible monster. I'm he's one of the players, him and Reggie White that I was just bummed I wasn't able to like really watch and appreciate their play. Um, he obviously invented the Lambo Leap should have got him in the hall of fame just for that all time. Great celebration. Uh, one of the stories though, actually at in the hall of fame game, or before the game started, they were just interviewing a lot of different players that are getting inducted. Uh, and he said two things that were interesting. One, he planned his hall of fame speech 13 years ago uh, with his mom. And he said 90% of his speech is what they wrote. And their whole goal was to make it short and sweet. They wanted to have the shortest Hall of Fame speech possible or that has happened. Uh, And the second one was him saying that he almost was a 49er uh, because his, uh, they only had one phone and his sister who he mentioned, Vicky in the speech was on that one phone. So when the 49ers called, wasn't getting through. Uh, And so we have Vicky to thank that we have Leroy Butler as a Green Bay Packer legend.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you know like you said jimmy invented the lambo leap i mean it's now you know it's it's pro- it's one of the most famous touchdown celebrations in 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 all of football i mean you see players from other teams do it now you know um i mean i believe even some of the soccer players that came to lambo a couple of weeks ago they were doing it just for you know it's part of it's part of green bay it's part of lambo um, and we have Leroy Butler to thank for that. Leroy Butler invented it. Robert Brooks perfected it. And then from <laughs> there, you just have, you know, everybody piling on board with it. So um, congratulations to Leroy Butler. Uh, Well-deserved. Waited 16 years for it. Um, you know, Jimmy, you, you know, one thing I mentioned to you, you and I are roughly the same age. You know, the the, the biggest thing I agree with you is that I was alive when, Leroy Butler played for the Packers, but he retired in 2001. I was nine years old. Most of what I remember of him is watching highlight tapes when I was a kid. Um, yeah. so bummed that I didn't like, you know, have kind of the cognitive ability to remember him, you know, watching games, you know, Sundays after Sundays, um, you know, just being able to see his Hall of Fame career, but uh, definitely well deserved and congratulations to him. So, um, And we'll actually use his position to segue um, into our next topic here. So um, Darnell Savage got hurt uh, at family night practice. And of course, because it's Green Bay and apparently in training camp in the uh, preseason, uh, Packer players are apparently only allowed to get one type of injury, which is to hurt their hamstring. I I don't know what it is, Jimmy, but it seems like every year there is a starting player that injures their hamstring, and like, what is it? Do they not like? I I don't understand. I I literally it, there's always a hamstring injury in Green Bay, and it and it, and the other thing that bothers me right now we don't really know the extent of it. It sounds like they're not overly concerned with it, but like I remember, I think it was Casey Hayward's second season. He injured his hamstring in training camp and then like didn't play the entire season. So like, it's not like they just like injured their hamstring and it's like, Oh, three weeks. It's like, for whatever reason, it's like the dumbest injury in, in like Packers history. And it, it, it's always popping up. So, I mean, right now, like I said, we don't know a whole lot about it, but I mean, what is your level of concern? I mean, I would say that in fairness, um, given the two starting safeties, I'd rather have it to have it happen to Darnell than Amos. Um, yep. but that also being said, like, I don't want it to happen to Darnell either. Cause he's, when he's good, he's really good. So, um, yeah. and obviously you just don't want injuries in general, but I mean, what's your level of concern right now with, uh, Amos's or not, sorry, uh, Savage's injury to his hamstring. <sighs>
2: I'm definitely concerned. Like you said, it's, or he said this too, it's, it's a fast player injury. Like you get like your fast athletes who are going probably faster than humans should are getting these types of injuries. It's just these soft tissue ones. And it's weird. Like I would rather have him like break his arm because that's like a set amount of time you heal the broken bone in your back. But these hamstring injuries, like they linger. It's something that he's going to be dealing with all season long. He can take the rest of camp off. And he still could probably tweak it in the first couple of weeks and just have to deal with that. Uh, And as a player who relies a lot on his athleticism for someone who sometimes gets beat and has to rely on his speed to catch back up just because he is that freak athlete, it's just going to mean he's really going to have to be on his P's and Q's because he's he's not going to be at the top speed to be able to sometimes catch up as he has in the past. Uh, So I'd definitely be lying if I wasn't saying I'm worried. You never want a player injured, especially a starter and one that. Just like in a lot of positions, we don't have much depth behind him. We have Vernon Scott, uh, Levitt, or Levitt, whatever his name is, who's mainly a special team guy for Richie B. There's not much there. So I maybe this is a chance for the Packers to look around at some other uh, safeties who are still available, bring somebody in just as an insurance policy. Uh, but uh, I'm definitely concerned. I don't think he's going to miss games for it, but I don't know if he's going to be 100% come the start of the season.
1: Yeah, I would, I would think so. And I, I fully agree with you. And I mean, at this point, I, I would imagine that we're not going to see him in any preseason games at this point. I mean, his, no. he's, he's done playing football until you sit, sit, or mid to early September, um, whenever that, I think it's September 11th is the is the, the Vikings game. So I think that's the, that's the next time we're going to see him. It'll be interesting to see if he practices at all. Um, I'm sure he won't practice this week, um, but it'll be interesting to see if they get him in to practices at all. But I don't think we're going to see him at all during the preseason, which, I mean, not that he was probably slated to do a whole lot of Uh, playing during the preseason anyway, but I mean, you know, it's just one of those things to be able to get a handful of reps, you know, in three consecutive games, if you can, that's better than just going into week one, absolutely cold. Um, So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's not great. Uh, But again, it's one of those things that, you know, we weren't going to make it through all of training camp in the preseason without something, Uh, And if this is the worst thing that's happening right now in Green Bay as far as injuries to, to players, I mean, you know, this is this is still pretty good as far as, you know, you're not having a whole lot of players. On the injury list, but uh, definitely, you know, knock on wood,
2: Nick. Knock on wood.
1: Yep, knock on wood, because that's what I said. No news is good news. All, all yeah. of June, all of July, and then we got the Bakhtiari news. So, yeah, maybe I'll just stop talking about injuries. Yeah, so shut in the general. hell up for like five minutes, Nick. Ah, I know. Be fine. I know. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Jimmy, let's pivot to one more topic here, real quick. Um, you know, there was a there was a lot uh, going on with Family Night. Uh, Andy broke it down pretty well yesterday, but um, just kind of get some thoughts from you. Uh, You know, obviously, uh, Romeo Dobbs is just, man, if he continues to play the way he's playing, I mean, he looks, I I was at practice on Thursday this past week, and I mean, he looks really, really good. I mean, there's no other way to, to put it. I mean, he just, like, if you just watched him play and didn't know anything about his draft stock you probably would have thought that he he was taken at 34 instead of Christian Watson like Mm -hmm. I mean that's just how well he's playing right now and again the other big thing too that's obviously um speaks highly of him is that Aaron Rodgers is talking highly of him and like we know that Aaron doesn't give you credit if like if you didn't earn it he yep. he won't he he will not 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 in a mean way but it's just like if you're not earning it he's not going to talk about you yep. um and so Aaron's obviously big on him um but i mean he just continues to to show exactly what he can do and i mean at this point Jimmy he's what wide receiver number 3
2: yeah behind that, Zard
1: and Cobb i mean i mean there's obviously there's obviously a lot more to go before we start, you know, you know, putting a, uh, a pecking order, but I mean, season yeah. started the day. I would assume he's number three.
2: Yeah. And they mentioned too, like some, one of the great things about him being able to play on the outside, uh, Herman broke it down as well as Jacob Morley. I don't know. I could be completely wrong on that. So, uh, I know Herman definitely tweeted it out too. If he's able and he is to play on the outside have Sammy Watkins on the other that has Lazard, uh, being able to play in the slot. And that's where most of his targets uh, came from last season. He's really dominant there. He's a big body, typically going against smaller people, smaller corners, and usually they're – that's changing now because we see Jalen Ramsey playing in the slot. We'll see Jair play there at some this year. But usually it's not their best corner in the slot. So if you are able to get a big body Lazard matched up on someone uh, on the inside is, is probably a good look, uh, especially the way Dobbs has been playing – Is great. And there's a real possibility that we hit on Watson. Fingers crossed. I'm going to be optimistic until he shows me not to. Dobbs. And then I don't even know how to say his name, but the seventh rounder, Tour Touré. I'm going to call him Touré because it sounds cooler. That's it.
1: (laughs) I don't, th- I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it is I now know Who you're talking about. Cause, cause we're the professionals on this podcast where we all know the, the, the pronunciations of the pack for player yeah. names, you know, that's like, why they gave know. us the
2: Sunday ones. Cause we are <laughs> yeah. most, most pristine. Uh, yeah. Number 83 now named Touré. Uh, he looked great at family night too. He had that deep ball. Uh, he had that contest- contested fade in the end zone that he hit that Antonio Brown dance a- after put that bleep on, um, he looked good. Like I, there's a chance those three are really productive and with the team for a while. And for all this harp of our wide receivers suck, we should have done more. Like if this group can be productive for how cheap they're going to be, then we made a fantastic thing. And we still have Kenny Clark for a while, still have Jair for a while, uh, Devondre Campbell for a while. Like this just shows Twitter GMs, you're kind of dumb when it comes to this and this is myself included anyone we don't know anything so just well appreciate this
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
1: and it's you know it's it's a really good point I was watching my wife and I we were watching family night the other night and uh on TV Wayne Larravee and rock uh they do the radio broadcast for the games they were the ones that that kind of narrated uh the um you know the the t- television broadcast of family night and Wayne Larravee made a really good point when talking about again don't know how to pronounce his name how are you saying it Jimmy Tourette to to array if that that's probably not correct but uh, as as a seventh round draft pick jimmy do you know who the all-time leading receiver for the green bay packers is mr beautiful smile himself donald driver and do you know when donald driver was drafted jimmy the seventh round the seventh round yes so the all-time leading receiver for the green bay packers is a seventh round draft pick so I, i that that's you know you know, that's not to say that that's what he's going to turn into, but the point the point being is that, you know, just because he's a seventh round draft pick, you know, doesn't mean that he can't play. So, um, yeah, they, they looked really good, you know, so far, so far so good for all the panic that's been around the wide receiver room. Um, I mean, at this point, probably the, the biggest concern at this point that I would just have is just the fact that Christian Watson hasn't really played. Yeah. And I mean, I'm less concerned about that because of how the other guys around him have played,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's, you know, at, at this point you want them healthy, you want them on the field, but if these guys continue to play and can play in the regular season, the way they've been playing, you know, in training camp and through the preseason, I'm I'm less concerned about it. The, the biggest concern I would have about him is just him getting up to speed with everything at this point.
2: Oh, absolutely, and I I think just a little cherry on top if those three hit is for the next however many years that we can have Watson, Mari, Rogers, Dobbs, Toure, uh, Lazard, and still not draft the first round wide receiver. And just hear people complain about that every year at the draft will just be fantastic. Like I want this streak to go on as long. If we don't draft a first round wide receiver until I die, I will die happy. Just <laughs> just because it's drama, and we're being successful without it. Um, I don't know. I I think it's great. And another thing from can or uh, family night that I loved is one the defense looks fantastic. Um, obviously they're not able to tackle, but they are fast and. Another a big thing, and he gets so much hate on Twitter, and I don't get it. But Jordan Love, yes, he made mistakes. He still did well though. He had that huge deep ball to to. I'm just gonna call him 83, so I stop butchering his name uh, to <laughs> 83. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Well, why it slowed up?" And uh, he underthrew it a little bit. Like, okay, did they score a touchdown? Yes. Who cares? It was there. And it's not his fault why it got through. That's the offensive line's fault. He still stepped up and he still threw the ball. Uh, he looked good yesterday. He made mistakes, but it's his, it's his second real off season. He hasn't had a lot of game reps. I put this on Twitter today. His job right now is not to win the starting job. It's not to convince us that he could take over and be the next franchise quarterback. It's to get better. And every season, Mr. Beautiful Jordan Love has gotten better. He's doing his job. Let's all just let's all just support him. Get off his back. He didn't choose to be picked by us. We picked him. Stop being jerks and support him.
1: I am I, right there with you, Jimmy. I don't understand why he gets so much hate. I, I really don't. Like, I mean, I. by the way, I have to say this, Um, and I was telling Annie this after, after practice on Thursday. So one of the things that I was able to see, and it was probably on Twitter. I'm just not on it enough to know if it was there, but – um, Aaron Rodgers has been wearing a feather in his helmet yeah yeah yeah. like so so and with everything that's happened this offseason like Aaron Rodgers to me now is he is a great quarterback and you can't follow it up with anything other than this the sentence is Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback but he's a little odd
0: oh, like, yeah. like you
1: like he is no longer like. At one point in time, he was just like another dude, and now like he's just a little out there, and that's fine. That's that's totally okay. But like, it, but going back to Jordan Love, like I don't <laughs> can understand. We, can we? Like, please, I, I love
2: I, I love this thing right now with Aaron Rodgers. So after you're done going to Jordan Love, <laughs> we need to address this.
1: All right, we can we we'll we'll uh, circle back to it. But like, I is it because like he was. Like, I guess where I don't understand is, like, I – Aaron Rodgers is great. Hall of Famer. He won us the Super Bowl. And, like, if he wants to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and he's all in to do so, great. That's fine. But, like, I don't understand, like – there is some of me that as much as I love Aaron, he is – he is now – he is literally turned into Brett Favre in the sense that from September through the end of the season – he is everything you want. He's everything that you want. And then once the end of the season comes around, there's like four months where you're just like, dude, like I don't care what you want to do, but make up your mind. And like, let's just like, he like during the off season, he seems wishy-washy. And like, I, I don't understand why people don't like Jordan Love. Like, I, I, I just don't. And, and like, I don't know, Jimmy, I, I can't put it into words. I, I just don't get it. I'm at a loss it doesn't make sense. And
2: the one thing with Rodgers, at least he did it quicker than Favre. Like cuz if it was still Favre as our quarterback, we wouldn't know right now if he was going to retire or not. It's just be like, is he showing up? Um but no, Aaron Rodgers 100%. I to finish the Jordan Love thing, I'm 100% with you. First time in my first time in my life I can say I 100% agree with producer Nick. Um but with with Rodgers, I actually he used to be a person I'd say You know what? Same as you. I love that he's my quarterback. Would I ever sit down and have a beer with him? Absolutely not. That's completely changed. Because Homeboy (laughs) is so out there that I'm like, you know what? I would sit down and have multiple drinks with you. You want to give me ayahuasca? We'll go on a trip together, Rogers. Like, let's see where this takes us. I'll be one of the hundred sets of hand, blessing your body. You can call me an ancestor. But it uh I don't know. He just seems like such an interesting guy. And it's it's actually kind of cool because he doesn't fit that stereotypical starting quarterback. Tom Brady on the Patriots mold, like that's what you envision as like all business, no personality. But I don't know. I I, I enjoy that he's coming out of his shell and just being his, as he would say, authentic self brother. Um, but it's it's cool to see. Is he weird? Absolutely.
1: Um see, I, I have a theory, Jimmy, that and, and I want to share this with you, and you just tell me what you think of it. So I I have this theory because. It, it really has been in, like, the last, like, what, two years that he's kind of been like this that we've seen yeah. more of it. Mm-hmm. I get the sense that, like, the COVID thing is what – because he got COVID, right? He had, he had the whole thing where he said he was immunized, and then he got COVID, and he missed the game, and, you know, he talked about it on Pat McAfee twice in one week. And it was all very divisive because that's all COVID is. That's yeah. the real disease is, is the divisiveness of it. Uh, and, I like, I think he just got to the point with COVID where, like, there are people – he, like, now knows that, like, there are people that, like, they may root for him, but they don't like him anymore, yeah. which is fine. I mean, whatever. I, I, I really don't care. And then there are people that they're like, oh, like, oh, it, he, not only is he a great quarterback, but, like, he, like – Thinks of the balls. way that I do, like yeah. about, the and like, there are people that love him even more. And I think it really just got him to the point where he's just like, look, you can't make people happy. So I'm just going to be who I am. And they're going to have to deal with it. I, uh-huh. I really feel like COVID and that scenario is why we're getting more of who he is right now is because before that, because like Aaron comes across as at least prior to this, as somebody that was, a little bit more sensitive about what people thought of him. Yeah. And so it would make sense that if he's been like this his entire time that he's like, all right, well, I don't know how people are going to react to this. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to kind of keep it to myself, keep it under wraps. And then the whole COVID thing just really polarized people. And now he's just like, all right, whatever. I'll just let people know who I am.
2: Yeah. No, I a hundred percent. Gosh, darn it, Nick. That's two times in one episode. (laughs) I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, and it's because this stuff, was he talked about doing streams with Danica Patrick, and that was years ago, uh, that Peru trip in 2020. He he ta- He told the story on McAfee, and that's the platform you're going to share if you did ayahuasca. And <laughs> he said, like, oh, I was in Peru for a trip. I almost got stuck there because of COVID. Like, he had chances to say it, and I'm with you now. I think this is the reason why he's being open about it, because he doesn't care anymore. He knows people are going to have their, their opinions. I don't I think he is actually less sensitive to what people think, like you said, and I think the whole COVID fiasco um on just the whole, like you said, the divisiveness of it, he just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do me and what are you gonna do? Trade me? I'm the best quarterback in the league. So
1: yeah, well, and you know, I, I just as a personal aside, I feel like if more people had that mindset of like, this is who I am, and just like deal with it, like I don't care. Feel like the world would be a better place, one hundred (laughs) percent. Absolutely. That's three times now in one show, Jimmy.
2: I I am being my authentic self now, Nick, and I secretly love you, and I'm letting it out. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I love you too, buddy.
1: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no. I mean, he is just he's just he's really good at football, and he's a little out there. Yeah. Like that's that's all I can say anymore about the guy. He's really good at football, and he's a little out there. And by the way. Because we talked about it earlier, I'm now thinking about it. I cannot wait for his Hall of Fame speech. Oh my god. It's so either no. gonna be amazing or he's gonna say like six words and that's gonna be it.
2: Yeah. What if what if he does ayahuasca on stage, darn it?
1: And we just all I get to
2: witness. I think he cares a little too much about,
1: like, the Hall of Fame to, like, have it marred by some psychedelic drug. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, but uh, it's fun to think about, I guess. Uh,
2: This might be the last time I'm walking on Pack-A-Day, so it's been really nice, guys. (laughs) I'm sorry, Herman, I won't talk about ayahuasca anymore. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh well see it, it's just like anything else we're talking into it in reference to packer stuff so it's okay yeah, it's, yeah. it's like copyright material as long as you're you know having a conversation about it you can you can do whatever um <laughs> you be but uh, be yeah like- i mean so now that this show has gone completely off the rails this seems like it's straight out of lombardi's bar um <laughs> you know if we can we can wrap things up here jimmy so um Just uh, one last real quick going into uh, this week. Obviously, they've got the 49ers in San Francisco. I believe that's on Friday. Um, Just real quick, you know, how much do you think we see Aaron Rodgers play on Friday?
2: I think Friday we see him. If we see him at all, my gut would say he doesn't play. Uh, I say we see him maybe two drives. Uh, Yeah, and I could see him playing two or three on uh, week number two, take week number three off. Uh, But I don't see him playing much at all. Uh, I I think they might just save it for week two. And that could kind of, you know, how like before when there were four games, like preseason game number three was the real one. The
1: dress rehearsal, yep. Yeah,
2: I think we'll see, if we see him, I, I have a stronger feeling we'll see him week two than week one.
1: Yeah, I would tend to agree for a lot of reasons. I mean, not that Green Bay is really doing it for this reason, but they only have one preseason game at Lambeau this year, and that is the second preseason game. So if you're gonna let your if you're gonna let them play, let them play in a game where you know, the fans can actually see him instead of on a road game. But I tend to agree. It seems like a double ed It seems like there's a couple of things going on with it in the sense that, you know, at this point, Aaron really doesn't need the preseason. It's really more just to kind of get his feet wet. So they're not rusty like they were last week and week or last year in week one. Um, And the other thing is, too, is with Jordan Love being that high investment, I mean, the more reps he can get, the more he can do on the field, the more you can see it tells you, hey, is this somebody that, you know, down the road we can rely on? Or yeah. if nothing else, put something on tape and say, hey, you want Jordan Love? You know, this is the price for him because he's, you know, shown that he can play really well. So, yeah, yeah. there's just a lot, I think, you know, going on there with that, you know, nothing nothing too new. I mean, starting quarterbacks in Green Bay haven't really played in the preseason in the last 30 years. So yeah. I was going
2: to say the same thing. Get love all the refs. Let Rodgers, he'll he'll get the chemistry. And until that gets underway, he'll make it work.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, Jimmy, thank you for joining again tonight. Uh, Real quick to wrap things up. If people want to get in touch with you, follow your work. How can they do that? Uh first follow Lombardi's Bar at
2: Lombardi's Bar. We go live every Wednesday at seven o'clock Lambo time. Uh this coming week we have Matt Schneibin from the uh Athletic. The following we have uh Mr. Packaday himself, Andy Herman, joining us. So follow Lombardi's bar at Lombardi's Bar. Um uh, you'll see a lot of the stuff there. Besides that, you can I have a show coming out every Tuesday called On Brand Off Topic. And then Packaday here. But if you want to do me a favor and give me uh it's not my birthday i don't know, give me a gift whatever follow me lombardi's bar
1: <laughs> right uh yeah you can follow me on twitter at producer nick lb um you don't see my beautiful face on lombardi's bar but if you do go over and check out lombardi's bar you will typically hear dan jimmy and todd poking fun at me at some point um typically about things that well I can't really share on this show so just go over to Lombardi's Bar and check it out and you can find out that (laughs) way so um so Jimmy with that being said again no gauge this week he was uh he was out of town this this weekend I think so um he he will be back he's still with the team don't worry if you're tuning in solely for him I apologize if you had to put up with Jeff Jimmy and I for the last two weeks but he will be back it's just uh you know it's it's summer people get busy and We record on Saturdays, so sometimes that can be a busy day for people. So he will be back with us hopefully next week. um, We'll be able to talk about the Packers' uh, first preseason game, and um, hopefully everything's all good next week. So with that being said, Jimmy, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you everybody so much for listening, and as always, go Pack Go.